Hello and welcome to Master My Garden podcast, the podcast that helps you master your own garden with useful tips, advice and know-how as you go on the way and journey of mastering your own garden. I'm your host John Jones and it's a pleasure to be with you here today. So let's get stuck in to this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode number 12 of Master My Garden podcast. Now this week's episode is quite a short episode. I get asked a lot of questions pretty much every week about slugs and snails and the ongoing battle between gardeners and slugs and snails. And people are always asking what's the best option for them. So people have different ideologies. Some people want to kill them, some want to just repel them. Some are gardening in the gardening with kids around and pets around, and so they want the best option for them. So thought the best thing to do was to throw an episode together, and basically give you all of the options that are out there, and then let you decide which one is most suitable for you in your garden. So the first one we're going to look at is organic slug pellets. Now these are organic. Some of them are soil association approved, so they're really really safe. They're they're basically a ferric phosphate, so they're a an ingredient that comes naturally from the ground and they're made into a pellet. Now these pellets are generally they're a pasta based pellet generally so they perform better in damp conditions which is obviously when slugs and snails come out so they're highly effective and as I said they're like pasta so if you can imagine pasta when it gets it gets wet it softens softens and moistens but it retains its shape and that's what happens exactly with these as well so they get wet but they don't get washed away in heavy rain. They actually retain their shape and they stay present. So that's a really good point. Um, they're very, very safe. So they can be used in the garden when you have children and pets. They have no effect on wild birds. And another big plus point with them is that when, after the slugs have taken the bait, what they do is they actually crawl back down into the ground um, and they go, they go back down there and they die. So you're not... You're not, uh, I suppose, leaving leaving any any slugs and snails around the place. So it's a really, really good option. As I said, they're totally safe, highly effective, and used commercially as well. So generally when you see something being used commercially, it means that it's effective. But that is used, used commercially. It's a really, really good option. The next one then is traditional slug pellets. Now, as many of us know, these are extremely controversial but in terms of efficiency they are by far the best way to kill slugs and snails there has been a lot of talk about you know the the problems that they cause and in some cases certainly a long number of years ago those would have been true a lot of the issues uh, stemmed from misuse or overuse of the product or poor storage and things like that and when used correctly in accordance with the pack instructions they're unlikely to cause any undesired effects but they are really really effective for slugs and snails so that's traditional slug pellets the next one is beer traps now these are exactly as they sound they're a a trap for slugs and snails which is filled with beer essentially it's a little tub that sits in the ground you fill it with beer now, as far as I know, they're not fussy, so I wouldn't use the, the best quality. I would use the cheap stuff. And that little sump is buried in the ground. The beer gives off a sweet aroma. 
that sweet aroma attracts the slugs and snails, they head in, and unfortunately for them, they can't get back out again. It's a very, very effective method. If you have a bigger area, you would probably need to put down uh, three or four of the of the stations, and you would probably need to bait the station regularly and empty it regularly. So, as I said, really effective, but in a bigger area, you will need to use multiple traps as opposed to a single one. Now the next one that we have is the first of the repeller type ones. So this one doesn't actually kill at all, which is which is you know some people don't want that, which is, is great. There is options there, and so this is the first barrier type, and essentially it's copper tape, and the slugs and snails don't crawl over that because it gives them a sort of an electric shock as they do it. Now the tape can be put around the outer edge of a flower pot uh, or a raised bed or anything like that and as I say they won't crawl into the pot and they won't eat plants whatever your plants whether it's veg or flowers or whatever the downside of it is that if you already have the slugs and snails in the pot it locks them in so they won't crawl back out over it so you will really only use this in a situation where you're starting fresh uh, it is highly effective but you need to be starting fresh and you need to know that there's your pots or your raised beds or whatever the case may be that it is slug free when you're starting because otherwise as I say you're locking them in there but a really really good option particularly for starting fresh with pots the next option that's there is sheep's wool pellets now this is another barrier method and it's really really effective now originally where this idea came from was there was a big estate estate house um, in the UK I don't know the name of it but essentially they were using the waste material from a sheep wool plant so basically it's the it's the dirty bits of balls of wool and they were using those as a mulch on their on their big perennial beds and they were they were taking it obviously for a couple of reasons they were using it as a mulch to keep down weeds to retain moisture and for some fertilizer property essentially very quickly they found that they had no slug problems whatsoever in the areas that were treated so they started to look into it a little bit more and essentially what happens is the the hair or the wool when it gets wet the the hair bristles prick up and the slugs and snails don't crawl over it so what started to happen then was people uh, started to manufacture these sheep's wool pellets so essentially what they do is they take the the waste material from uh, a sheep's wool plant they they grind it up they make it into little pellets and those pellets then can be used to place a ring around your, your plants. And the slugs and the snails won't crawl over that, as I said, because the hairs prick up. But then you have the benefit of the nutrients. So you're getting slug control and you're getting uh, nutrients from sheep's wool pellets. So a really, really good option. Now, if you're getting extremely wet conditions, these pellets can break down over time. So if you're getting extremely wet conditions, you probably will need to um, reapply it on a couple of occasions. But just keep an eye on it. And when you know that it has washed away, then you reapply. But as I say, you're getting nutrients and you're getting slug protection. So a great option. The other great side of it is that you're not actually killing anything. So it's a, it's a, a really good barrier type option. Okay, so the next one on the list is grazers. And so grazers G2. Now, essentially, grazers as a I'm naming this product because it's the only one 
of its type so all the other ones you can get certain brand names but this one is the only one that's available of its type now Grezzo started life it's uh, there was a big farm in the south of England I believe that had issues with rabbits and getting a lot of damage on crops and this guy came up with you know a calcium spray and calcium being a fertilizer a calcium spray that tainted the leaves and made it not taste very nice for the rabbit so the rabbits stopped eating it and then very quickly they saw that it also had some effect against slugs and other pests as well so with a slight tweak to the formulation then they they brought these products into the garden scene and now you have grazer's original which is for rabbits deer uh, pigeons and so on but then grazer's g2 which is for the slugs and as i say it taints the leaves the slugs and the snails don't like eating the plants once it's treated with it. so it's repelling them so again we're not killing anything here it just repels them now this is highly effective works really really well and doesn't have an, an overly you know if you're putting it on your own salad crops doesn't have a really bad taste from you know human perspective and it's totally safe like calcium is just a you know it's just a mineral that's that's used in, in fertilization so it's totally totally safe the only the only thing with it is if you're getting a lot of rain a little bit like the sheep's wool pellets if you're getting a lot of rain it, it can wash off so you will need to top it up regularly because you can use it once get great protection but then as soon as you forget as i say the slugs and snails they're never far away so they'll be always watching for any opportunity that you leave them so if you forget to do it they they can pounce again so the last one we're going to talk about here is nematodes now nematodes are basically creepy crawlies that take out some other form of creepy crawly in our garden um, and you can get them for many pests so you can get them for vine weevil you can get them for ants you can get them for slugs and snails nematodes have been successfully used commercially for many many years now i've said it before if you find something that has been used commercially and it's brought through to gardening then it tends to be a highly effective product um, because those guys won't use anything that doesn't actually work so what you're doing here is you're introducing natural predators to slugs and snails millions of these are released in a millions of these nematodes are released in a single treatment and they will seek and destroy the slugs and snails so that's their sole purpose they will go find them uh, they can be used from March through to October generally, and as their natural product, they used to they, they you know their live product. They need to be used quite quickly after purchase. So, generally speaking, they have a shelf life. Some of the newer technologies mean that they have a shelf life life of three or four months, but they will need to be used you know once you get them home. And they should be applied every six weeks or so to give you good control. Now you can get sort of okay control from one or two treatments because the numbers of slug and snails will reduce during that time period. But generally speaking, if you want complete control, you will need to use every kind of six weeks uh, over that growing over that growing period. So that's nematodes. They're again a really good option. They're safe, environmentally friendly. It's a natural predator to take out the slugs and snails. So good option there. Now other options that you hear people talking about so they're the main ones okay that we've we've gone through so we've talked about organic slug pellets traditional slug pellets 
beer traps, copper tape, sheep's wool pellets, grazers, and nematodes. And we've talked about all of those, but there are other options that you hear people talking about. Things like eggshells, coffee grounds, salt. Uh, people go out go out at night time with a torch and a special grippers to take them from your patch. You probably throw them into your neighbor's garden, but uh, that's the you know that's the other options that people have. Do that every night, uh, and the answer is probably no. And these guys, as I say, they'll be waiting. You can slip up or miss a night or not uh, not do it on a given day, and you'll go out the next day and you'll find that your your bedding plants are devastated, or your hostas are devastated, or your salad crops are devastated, and that's that's just the way this battle is going. Uh, it has has gone on for years, uh, will go on forever. But I suppose what we've given you now is I've given you the options. So I've given you all the best options for for uh, controlling it. Depends on your ideology. You pick the one that suits you best. But it doesn't matter what your ideology actually is. There is an option there for you. So whether you don't want to kill anything, whether you want to just get rid of them as quick as possible, whatever your ideology is, there is a good option there for you. So I hope that helped. As I said, this is a this is an ongoing problem. It's one that I've got so many messages on. I see so many questions in in the you know the gardening groups um, of what can I do? What can I do? Plants are being destroyed. So it's a it's a really really critical point for gardeners to, to get on top of, of, of slugs and snails. That's basically it. It's a shorter than normal episode, but as I say, it's a, it's a really important one for gardeners. That's been this week's episode. You can check out our social channels, John Jones at Master My Garden on Facebook and on Instagram at Master My Garden. And if there's anything you'd like me to cover in future episodes, please let me know. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. We're, you know, a few in now, um, feeling a little bit more comfortable at it. But if there's anything you'd like to me to cover, please let me know. Uh, and if you're enjoying it, please share it with all your gardening friends. So that's it. Thanks for listening. And until the next time, happy gardening. Mm-hmm.